Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. What is going on, my people? You're listening to Master Your Mindset with Coach Mark. Now, I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand, and I'm a husband, a father, a master coach, a co-creator of the Push Coach Certification School, and 19-year law enforcement officer from Southern California who struggled with giving all my time and energy to my professional life and having nothing left over to give my family or for myself. Now, through this process, I discovered I could excel in every area of my life if I was willing to master my mindset. So this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders in business and career who want to create more in their life, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their health and their family. If that's you, it's time to dive into today's episode. Thanks for spending this short time with me, but remember, you don't get better by consuming, you get better by acting. Let's go. Hey guys, what is going on, my people? Welcome back to another microcast episode. I got a great one for you guys here today. It's super short, but it's going to be a little bit aggressive, but it's for good reason. Here's the thing. I've heard this thing, this quote over and over and over again. Actually, I heard about, I heard it like a, a couple weeks ago when somebody sent me a message or an email. And um, I got to say like this, these are the kind of things that I would protect that I would say over and over and over again to keep myself comfortable. And because of that, I like literally despise when people tell me specific quotes or slogans that help protect them by throwing up these invisible walls, uh, preventing them from being uncomfortable. And this is one of them. All right. Have you guys ever heard that you can't teach an old dog new tricks? That has to be one of the stupidest quotes I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> so you can't teach an old dog new, new tricks is one of the stupidest quotes I've ever heard. I mean, really, think about this. You know why people use that? You know why people like hold on to that and some of the other quotes out there? It's because it gets, gets you to feel comfortable. It basically says, well, it's outside of your hands. You can't learn it. You are, you've been this long in the career. You've been this long in business. You're this old. So you can't possibly learn anything new. This is just the way that it has to be. And what that does is it protects us because then we can't take responsibility. And we're saying, well, we can't change anything. And what that does is it makes us feel comfortable. Now, it shuts the door to growth and being uncomfortable, which for me is like never going to happen. I'm going to be like John, uh, John Maxwell, who, who's like, I don't know how old he is right now, 70s, 80s. And he's like, I, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. And this dog can le- learn some new things. So whenever you're wondering why you're, you can't, you're not growing, you're not succeeding, you're not actually making any kind of huge impact that you want to make, you want to like really think about like, are you believing an actual quote like this, that you can't teach a new, an old dog new tricks? Because it is completely false news. I've known plenty of people, including my mom, who literally has lost a lot of weight, is working out. She's like doing intense workouts, like from Sean T. She's like in her mid-70s, and she's able to completely rock it. And guess what? She learned some new tricks, because that's something that she hadn't been doing her entire life. 
And when you use quotes like that, it's just merely there to protect you from being uncomfortable. Now, as a life coach, I love to like target in on specific things that people say, whether it's a quote like this or just specific words that they use. I'm gonna give you a few examples today. So that way, if you hear something like this, you're like, wait, Mark was talking to me about this. This is just there to keep me safe. And obviously don't repeat it because the more you repeat it, the more it feels like it's real, okay? These are things like, I will try. So when you're trying something, when you're saying those words, it makes you feel good because if you don't succeed or you don't even try, it's okay because you're just trying. There's no skin in the game. It's no saying I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, you know, that I am statement is so powerful, right? I am doing this. It's different. It's kind of like, I'm going to try to quit smoking versus I'm not a smoker. You see what the difference is? Like if somebody tries to give me alcohol, I don't say I'm trying not to be, you know, trying not to drink. I say, I don't drink. That's it. End of the end of story. And it's a different level than saying I'm trying to not drink. I'm trying to eat healthier. No, I eat healthy. That's it. And so when you have those, I'm, I'm just or I, but, that word but kind of gets me too. Because if you say something and then you follow it with a but, what you're doing is you're eliminating everything you just said and saying that it's not possible. So I know that I really need to take care of my health, but my kids are out of school and I don't have time right now. See what I mean there? So why didn't you even say that first thing in the part, like in the first, the first thing, to make you feel good, and then the but, and then after that, because it prevents you from getting uncomfortable, all right? Now, there's also two other terms I really want you to like pay attention to as you go. So if you hear yourself say but, or something you're going to try, I want you to stop yourself. And I actually t- tell this to my kids. So I tell Alyssa, my daughter, I'm like, hey, if you ever hear me say the word try or the word but, you let me know. And she tells me all the time. I remember like one Christmas, she was like, um, hey, daddy, uh, I really want this from Santa Claus. And she started giving me this list of all this stuff. And a unicorn was on that list. <laughs> and, um, and I'm like, hey, sweetheart, I will, I'll try and um, tell Santa to grab you some of these things. And she's like, oh, daddy, no, I don't want you to try. I want you to do it. And it was this powerful moment where she's my accountability partner. And she reminds me that we don't try things. We do it. And whether or not it succeeds, it doesn't matter as long as we do it, right? And so the but or the try, I actually have an accountability partner to make sure that I don't use those. But here's two other things, all right? One is I feel like. When you hear yourself say, I feel like, what really you're doing is you're getting into your head and you're using what we coined in the Pushco Certification School, your head voice. It's this story that's in here that's there to protect you, to keep you safe. Well, I feel like I just don't have the time. I feel like um, I'm not sure what to do next. When you hear yourself say, I feel like, it's not a feeling, it's a thought. It's actually a story that you have in here that's keeping you trapped. But when you turn it around and you listen to your heart and you have a I know statement, I feel like I don't have enough time, but I know that I need to do this because it's important to me. The I know is your heart. That's really talking about abundance, about hope, about purpose, about potential, about love. And when you're in that, I want you to stay in that, all right? So I want you to stop feeling like, and I want you to start knowing. I know. The power that that has over you, the power that words have over you is so incredible. That's why I said, as a coach, I'm like literally listening for them as I'm having a conversation with somebody because I'm like, I know that those words are power. They really show me what's speaking. Either it's your head or it's your heart. Stay in your heart, guys, and get out of your head, all right? All right, guys, I appreciate you guys so much. 
Thank you so much for re- leaving the ratings and reviews last week. If you haven't yet, definitely hit in, um, hit up Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating review. It really helps us a lot. I greatly appreciate you guys for all of the work that you're doing out there. Do not allow these words to be uttered by you. Like I said, I was using these words all the time. Thank goodness I have a daughter who's willing to call me out. If you got somebody in your life like that too, be so appreciative of them and give them free reign to do it because it will hold you back if you do not get control of your words, okay? You guys have an incredible week and I will see you guys next Monday. All right, bye.